Hey guys, welcome to episode 5, the first conspiracy episode of Unethical Podcast. You know, something, something, conspiracy, post something, something. Our guest host for this episode is RJ McCarthy from Play With Yourself Podcast. And the case we're going to be discussing is the 1947 Roswell UFO incident. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. Hey, Tally here. That little voice that pops in once in a while with those silly one-liners. Yeah, that guy. Welcome to the first conspiracy theory episode from Unethical Podcast. Allow me to guide you through a peculiar story. The year was 1947. A little background of the times was uh, the Cold War had just begun. The CIA was first established and the Black Dahlia murder was just discovered in mid-January, and news broke national headlines. That was until one night, something strange happened in Roswell, New Mexico, just five months later. Yep, you guessed it. We're discussing the Roswell UFO crash. And just for the safety of my crew and my members here today, let's add our tinfoil hats. Everyone's safe, safe from the brain waves. Yeah. Since I still have a few brain cells left from 2020, despite my best efforts. Let me guess you were drunk, Tally. Um, you know, planking. I was trying to bring planking back. Mid-June 1947, heavy thunderstorms struck the southwest region of the United States. During the storm, just north of Roswell, something crashed in a field located near Foster Ranch. A couple weeks later, on Independence Day, civilian rancher Mac Brazel goes to investigate the wreckage where he finds debris that looks nothing like he'd seen before. That's uh, Where does he see it? In his backyard? Come on, it's out in the field? It was a farm, yeah. It's Yep, this Foster Ranch. He's a ranch hand on Foster Ranch, which is approximately 30 miles. Um, and for all you um, Canadian and Australian dickheads, learn the imperial system. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It was all I had, man. It was my only power, putting things in the fucking metric system. It's all I had. Oh, how the turntables. We're jealous because you guys have socialized medicine and we have socialized gun violence. So, <laughs> yes. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Sorry. I'm reaching out to comedy podcasts. All the guests are going to be better than us from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not conceding to RJ Eddie. I'm fucking better. Are you? Well, you know what? We'll take a vote at the end. All right. Everybody else, our listeners, we're going to take a vote at the end. Who's funnier, RJ or Richard? And you let us know on Facebook. Fun note. I know we, we keep derailing this, but uh, my R, RJ, my real name is, is Richard Joseph. So. Oh, Dick V. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> the great Dick off. 
Uh, my name is actually Richard Leslie Michael Stoodle. I don't know if I told you guys this. Richard just needed to make sure you knew that his was longer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My dick is longer than yours. But as a kid, since I'm Richard Leslie Michael Stoodle, the kids used to call me Dickless Mike Stoodle. So, uh, yeah. Good for me. <laughs> Oh. I like it. I like it. A couple weeks later, on Independence Day, civilian rancher Brack Mazel goes to investigate the ref- wreckage where he finds debris that looks nothing like he'd seen before. From there, a rather bizarre game of telephone begins, starting from rancher Mac all the way to the elite 509th Bamar Bod uh, Bob bombardment oh my goodness take two (laughs) bombardment group which launched atomic bombs at the end of world war ii once the attention of colonel butch blanchard was obtained he phoned general roger rainey who then asked intelligence officer major jesse marshall to investigate the crash site so we went from civilian to intelligence officer in a day yeah, that seems like a lot of people for them to have like written down who actually spoke with who. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like who's writing that down? Who's the person that's like, I got gotcha. you. Who did you talk to? Like, did they pass it along with the phone call? Yeah, right. A telegram. <laughs> it's just tied to a pigeon. Here we go. Yeah. Um, okay. Shortly after the recovery of the crash materials, public information officer Walter Hot told the press that they have a quote-unquote flying saucer in possession to investigate. The next day's headline read, Roswell Army Airfield captures flying saucer on ranch near Roswell region. The very same day, General Ramey, who told Jesse Marcel to go check this out, General Ramey asked to have those materials brought to him so that he himself could inspect the remains. He, along with a team of investigators and base weathermen, identified the materials as a weather balloon made of thicker paper, tinfoil, plastic, rubber material, and sticks. Christy, can you control your fucking hat? I can't pay attention. Any questions? I just love that his name's, I love that his name's Walter Hot. Hot Walter. I know, I was like, really? Yeah, Hot Walter. Hot. And it's H-A-U-T, so it's hot. Hot like a hottie. <laughs> they, in a day, they said it was an air, uh, like a weather balloon. It wasn't like, there was no time between. The guy just like, weather balloon. The next day. So af- the next day after finding the wreckage, which was, uh, I think, July 5th. Because it would have been the day after Independence Day. So, so who who told the press? Do we know who got the press involved in this uh, early on? Um, it was the public information officer Walter Hot. Hot Walter. He was told by by um he was instructed to do so by Ramey, General Ramey. Do that and then change your mind the next day. That's uh, this sounds very suspicious. Well, just wait. We're going to flippity floppy all the way to (laughs) crazy town. So, uh, okay. So yeah, they found those materials. Um, However, 
over 600 people claimed to be eyewitnesses to this event. Over 300 other UFO sightings were claimed in the last six months of 1947 as well. All after Roswell. All after, yep, the last six months. So from July to December. Photos of Brazel and Blanchard posed with the debris from the crash were released to the press the next day on July 8th to verify that the wreckage was from a weather balloon. The new headline read, harassed rancher located saucer, in quotes, sorry he told about it. (laughs) He was told to talk about it. That's petty as shit. I love it. (laughs) Right? It's like they drag him. They're like, Mr. Marcel, rancher man with your nice fancy horses and things. Please come with us. We can take a photo in my office. This is Ramey, obviously talking to him. He's going, sir, can you please come with me, sir? Because we need to talk about something, sir. You made a mistake, sir. (laughs) You know, you're fine and everything. You're not in trouble, but come hang out. Man, I love that they weren't like running the media at the time newspapers were like basically their headline was like government big stupid assholes tried to bully poor farmer (laughs) like hell yeah exactly (laughs) um so it was later brought to the media that brazel was actually detained by the military which gives people reason to suspect that he was coerced into being photographed for the article and thus began the most well-documented highly debated possible ufo cover-up to date yeah it's pretty famous we've all heard of roswell right before yeah when i what okay rj i'll ask you this what do you know uh like do you do you know lots about this or you just know the name roswell is it just that popularized now where um well all of my information on aliens uh as well as a lot of my education growing up comes from the movie men in black so uh, the the slight mention of it in there is is about all I know. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones seemed pretty knowledgeable, so I trust him and what he has to say on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I find this so interesting that it's such a cultural phenomenon and we all just know the name, but we don't really know much about it, actually. Like, I started thinking about it. Like, what do I actually know about Roswell? Not much. And I had to, like, watch some shit and listen to some stuff. But it's I find that the craziest part over, like, two days in American history. You know what I mean? Like, two two days, it made this weird cultural impact forever, right? It's cool. Yeah, and I feel like one of the bigger cultural impacts it had is um, that weather balloon thing. They they really rallied that for decades after that it seems like that's that's the that's always the excuse for some kind of unidentified flying object is a weather balloon and i'll be honest i have never fucking seen a weather balloon ever in my life i don't even know what that does i i think they made it up just so that they could say that that's what ufos are well it's a weather balloon you know the balloons for the weather that explains weather, sky, balloons, float. It's all there. It all makes sense. Ask no questions. I'll, I won't be answering any questions at this time. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like such a fucking bullshit lie. Sounds like it was named by the Australians. <laughs> <laughs> Christy got spicy. Okay, so the mystery appeared to be solved for a short period of time until 1978 when Stanton 
Friedman, a nuclear physicist and ufologist. Someone correct me. Correct you on what? I, I'm pretty sure uh, Stan Freeman does like to be called a uh, ufologist, but ufologist is what I hear more often nowadays. Yeah, if we don't if we don't stick with ufologist, I'm leaving. Is that not the correct job title? I'm not sure anymore. So when Stanton Friedman, a nuclear physicist and ufologist, interviewed Major Jesse Marcel, so the guy who originally went to get the materials, uh, he's saying he does not believe the wreckage was a weather balloon. Um, When asked about what the materials felt like, um, he was quoted to say, quote, it felt like nothing in your hand. It was about as thin as the foil in a pack of smokes. But the thing that got me was you could not bend it, dent it, nor break it with a sledgehammer. I had never seen anything like it before. Nothing made from this earth. I know that. Weather balloons are crazy as shit. So are our hats really doing anything? I kind of feel ridiculous wearing these now. You do? There's only one way to find out. Everybody get a sledgehammer. Perhaps they're actually helmets after all. (laughs) (laughs) This just goes down as a weird suicide cult. Yeah, we we roped you in. Lo and behold. We need someone to witness it for us. We all, it's a suicide pact for sure. Yeah, a lot of things like this, like I'm, I call, I consider myself into like aliens and stuff, but I'm also a very big skeptic. So like, what do you know about metals, dude? Like, just because you think it's not from this world doesn't mean you can be certain of that. You like, it's just something you don't understand. That's bold of you to assume. <laughs> no, he's no, he's an Air Force guy. Like he he says that he's seen like every aerial piece of metal. I've I've met Air Force guys and they know drinking, date rape and prescription pills. So I don't think I've never heard them wax philosophical or scientifically on metal structure. (laughs) All right. I'm enlightened. I want you to question. This is what I'm here for, people. Gosh, would I be wearing this hat if I wasn't here for that? I'm offended. (laughs) Richard made me think that there's something else. There's New Mexico is almost purely desert. So that doesn't really track right out of the gate. Um, I don't know what he was farming. Um, Cacti? <laughs> UFOs, I guess. Just... I thought he had sheep. Every farmer has at least one sheep. Yeah, for the lonely nights. But I'm talking about like actually like sheep for more than lonely nights. You had extra I'm so sheep. glad I'm not. I'm so glad I'm not a Kiwi right now. When men were men and sheep were scared. Yeah, they're. They're, well, so in America, in the South, those are the people who like are stupider and fuck their animals and stuff, amongst other things like their relatives. Is that is that how you view them? Australia has um, we have uh, Tasmania is one of our states. Tasmania is the they're the, the family lovers. Australia has an incest island. <laughs> yeah, called Tas- Tasmania. <laughs> Yep. So, so does America, but it's not an island. It's landlocked and it's called Ohio. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. All of our all of our newfies, all of our newfies are obsessed with like same shit, really. Incest, having sex with little boys. <laughs> Nobody refers. To- oh, you know, in Alabama, all those pedophiles. 
Hey, man, the Greeks did it for years. <laughs> the Greeks were all about that shit. It was on their pottery and stuff. Sure, sure. I just you, you just made it sound like everybody's got a pedophile state. <laughs> <laughs> it's a phase. They'll get over it. All right. During Friedman's interviews with the main eyewitness reports from Mac Brazel, Brazel Lieutenant Walter Hott, Butch Blanchard, George Wilcox, and over 90 other civilians, he discovered there was a quote unquote uh, cosmic Watergate cover up by the government. So in 1994, Congressman Steve Schiff launched an audit on the investigation to discover the records of, from the event. It was then discovered that all records from January to October of 1947 were erased completely. It is unknown who got rid of them or who ordered the destruction of the files. George W. Bush. No, it was the weathermen. They don't want anyone knowing where their balloons are. I'm sure Dana Scully knows. Dana Scully. Actually, Mulder probably has the file in the X-Files. That's where they went, actually. The the aliens have got him oh he's telling the truth they don't want it they want to get out you're being silenced there were also claims among the debris that otherworldly little gray bodies were found these creatures appeared to be outrageous or sorry appeared to have outrageously large protruding oval shaped eyes disproportionately large heads lipless slits for mouths and standing 3.5 to 4 feet tall. Stop it, Richard. I can see you over there going mmm. <laughs> Stop. Talking alien that was wanted to consensually make love with me, that would be fine, but I'm not going to go fuck the dead body ones inside of the crash. That's weird, okay? I'm not fucking weird. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure like aliens are born cold. You know what I mean? Like, ew. How could you? Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like if you got in to Area 51, how could you not fuck an alien body? How could you not? This is a weird hill to die on. You're never going to have this <laughs> shot again. You've got to do it. You've got to do this, it, man. This is a strange campaign. Area 51 is full of extraterrestrial wolves. necrophilia. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do just leave it there and waste it okay let's let's make a decision after this question how many of them were there <laughs> <laughs> unknown um that's actually unknown because however there is no evidence no physical evidence that this has ever been found in the year 2006 ray santilli london filmmaker entrepreneur admitted that the brief black and white video of the alien autopsy, quote unquote, released in 1995 was actually a staged reenactment of a video he claimed to have watched in 1992. It's fake. Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg helped Ray Santilli come to come here and do that. Yeah, it's amazing. It was so cool because they were bu billing it as real. And they were telling Fox News was like, this is a real alien autopsy. I, I was 12. I remember sitting in my fucking room just waiting for it to come on. Come on. This is amazing. And then it was like, I don't know how long was it? it wasn't very long. I remember it being kind of lackluster. 
14 minutes, I think, or seven minutes or something like that. Seven to 14 minutes. So I mean, I remember being so disappointed, like, that's it. That's all. And then I was right in the conspiracy of that one when I was a kid. I was almost there. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't even cut him open on the camera because he's full of stuffing. You guys, that's why he didn't cut him open because a bunch, it would look like a teddy bear. But they could just say that's what their internal organs look like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's not like anybody knows. They're full of fluffy stuff and their eyes are pure black. You made that doll at build an alien shop. <laughs> <laughs> alien build a bear? Build an alien? Yeah, alien build a bear. <laughs> okay, so. Because that video came out and, you know, basically destroyed every American mind there was, um, the Air Force decided to release a document in 1995 called the Roswell Report. Um, You know, something, something, conspiracy, something, something, (laughs) whatever. Um, In it claimed that the crash site materials was actually a cover up but a cover-up of a different nature. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you. Um, they said this was not a UFO crash, but that the debris was left by Project Mogul, a nuclear bomb detector that is like a weather balloon made from different materials that are for much higher altitudes and carried disc-shaped microphones to pick up sound waves from the Soviet nuclear bomb test sites. So that's that's from the U.S. Air Force, Roswell, the Roswell Report Part 1. So basically, what they, the theory behind that is sonic sound waves. So they think that, you know, the, the submarines that are down below are detecting all... They're already detecting these at this point. Um, so they're like... Why don't we try it from the air? Sorry, it just sounds so fake. You know what I mean? That one sounds not real. It doesn't sound real at all. Like they want you to believe. No, right. It's like if we're gonna if we're gonna go with the cover-up story, you might as well say it was a UFO and just settle everyone else's minds. Even though weather balloons seem to be more rare than actually seeing UFOs, uh seeing it uh, even though that's the case, they could have just stuck with the weather balloon thing. Like, okay, whatever. They're, if they're making something up, just stick, be consistent. Now, then people won't start conspiracy theorying. Now they're all conspiracy theorying because the first one sounded outrageous. And then uh, the first one being the alien already sounded outrageous. The second one with the weather balloon sounded like dumb, but like more likely. And then now this like Russian f- bomb detector balloon. Like how, how is Russia not going to see that? And just shoot it out of the air. Like, Oh, they're trying to detect our bombs. Let's get rid of that thing. Like it's stupid. It sounds dumb. Yep. And remember the cold war had just started in 1947. But why fucking balloons every time? Why is it always balloons? That's the shittiest technology because they float. What if balloons are aliens? Maybe that's the key component we're missing. Yeah. That's actually a good point. Right above our heads the entire time. Um, okay. So 1995, the Roswell Report Part 1 came out, um, and then everyone's like, what are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense to us. What about those little tiny bodies we found, right? Right. Okay. Um, so the U.S. Air Force decided to do a Part 1 or Part 2 of their Roswell Report, and this one's entitled Case Closed 
stated that the claims of alien bodies being discovered in the crash were merely disillusioned memories from the quote-unquote dummy drop in the 1950s. This was a project called Operation High Dive, where crash test dummies were dropped to test high-altitude parachutes. Fucking balloons again! Yep, I believe parachutes are a species of balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, perfect. Um, All right, so scientists and researchers believe that time compression of the dummy material, which was mostly latex and rubber, resulted in a misconstrued memory of the timeline to explain the discrepancy on when the events took place. So don't believe in aliens, but please believe in time warping things. (laughs) 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 It's so dumb. (laughs) On that note, on that note, Richard, thank you so much for saying that. You're welcome. That makes... The event of Roswell, New Mexico, 1947, quote, the world's most famous, most exhaustively investigated, and most thoroughly debunked UFO claim in history, unquote. Well, I don't know how uh, anyone tried to pull off like time crunching fucking dummies into little alien men. I don't know how who tried to pull that off. Like, was there a marketing team and like, you're fired, man. This was the worst idea I've ever had because he didn't make it past the weekend. I'm serious. He got fired for that. Oh, so many people were fired after this, I'm sure. I just don't have a record of it because they destroyed them. I'm sure lots of people disappeared too. With the t- with that time compression I was talking about, like because it's made out of latex and rubber, um, being in that desert, yeah, being in that desert heat drinks it. So these dummies were six feet even being dropped in those in the dummy drop they're crash test dummies we all know what those are the late 90s they had like millions of commercials where every car company would just crash their car with a crash (laughs) test dummy in it like 90 miles per hour oh my gosh yeah a fucking dummy can drive it (laughs) yeah so they were dropping those high altitude parachutes i assume are different materials however it's just how they develop in different regions of their home planet you know it's evolution man uh crash test dummies their embryonic state actually (laughs) (laughs) balloon is the larva (laughs) and then uh they eventually become parachutes for fucking weather balloons so amazing (laughs) chrysalis it's great alien life cycle presented to you Yeah, so basically the two main theories of this phenomenon is either a high-altitude weather balloon crashed into the desert or the government covered up a UFO crash. What about the Russians? Yeah, let's talk about the Russians. Tell me about them. Okay, one of the theories or like one of the things that they claimed at the time was that this entire thing, this craft was sent in from Russia to be crashed specifically to... Uh, basically cause panic in the United States. And those aliens were actually medically mutilated children that they modified to look like, to look like, you know, alien beings to cause like panic and distraction in the U S. Yeah. Pause. Quick question. Then let me, if I can interject, why were you railing so hard for someone to fuck them? then? Not to fact check you or anything, but that definitely just shot a red flag right up for me. So because I don't subscribe to that particular theory, I just think it's the most interesting. 
Oh, okay. All right. As long as you don't believe they're mutilated children, <laughs> they're sexually fair game. No, look, I am into the idea of horribly mutilating them, but absolutely not fucking them. I'm not a monster. Not while they're alive. <laughs> That's what she said. Dead. It's a dead baby. Is it still pedophilia if they're dead? <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? Torture them? They're going to drop them from the sky. 37,000 feet, motherfucker. I've heard this Russian theory a bunch of times. Uh, wasn't it like they're like handicapped kids too? Like they took like the... Oh, no. I'm serious. The theory was that they got Mengele in to do it for them. Mm. Did not. That they brought Mengele in to do it, to do to do the mutilations for them. I literally just felt something grab my foot. Stop it. Aliens! This hat does nothing. Protect your anus. How scary would it be if a balloon just floated up behind her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the balloon in it is the Yeah. Hey, it it was an alien. It was, yeah. Okay. Stephen King knew something. Stephen King right. knows everything. Alien, spider alien from outer space. Okay. The thing. This is all coming together. This is coming together too well. I'm unsettled. Now I'm very unsettled. I wish I would. Well, actually, Steven Spielberg did debunk that video too. Steven Spielberg's probably an alien. I mean, he's part of the Hollywood elite. So if he's not an alien, he's at least a pedophile. And how trustworthy. Come on. He is. He went to Epstein's Island. So that sucks. They all went to Epstein's Island, except for James Franco. (laughs) No, thanks. I'm full. Yeah, pretty much. You know, let's talk about it, guys. Come on. What do you think? Do you guys want have any questions, concerns, questions, concerns or I'm concerned. I'm deeply concerned just generally, though. I'm concerned constantly. (laughs) Okay, well, here, I got to start with the things that I have questions about. Okay, why do they have to discredit this guy so much uh, off the bat for saying he saw a UFO? Uh, uh, The original guy, the fucking, the original farmer guy, when he told the press or whatever that he saw a UFO. Yes, sure. What's his name? Mac? Rancher Mac. It's It's his rap name. That's actually a, that's actually a sick name for the forties. You know what I mean? Hey, what's up, Mac? Just going to get a soda pop at the old corner store. Anyways, yeah, UFO just stands for unidentified flying object. They couldn't, they didn't have to fucking rail him so hard for that. Like, just let it, let it be. It's a fucking UFO. That's really what it was. He didn't know it was a and un- unidentified. That's absolutely true. Uh, UFOs are actually renamed as UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. I hate that it's a P when it's a phenomenon. That's annoying. No. Whoops. Didn't he like shortly after this move away to a completely other state and like suddenly have all this like brand new truck and like a new business and shit? Yes. Yeah. I don't think they railed him at all. In fact, I think they just kind of shook hands with hundred dollar bills and sent him on his merry way. Yep, give him hush money and said, have a nice life, bro, Seth, as long as you take your whole crew with you. Leave the sheep. They've seen too much. <laughs> the sheep have gone and come back. He could have just sold his ranch. Like, ranches are worth lots of money. Like, why does it have to be a government fucking give him money? You know what I mean? Why doesn't he just have his own money? A ranch in New Mexico is not worth a lot. Yeah, no, not at all. Ranch was cheap property because it was a lot of work. Having a house was expensive. 30 miles northwest of Roswell, where this all took place. I heard that um, that uh, Buddy's major, major Marshall, that his, he, he like brought his secretary in to see all the aliens. And 
I guess she like went home and told her family about it. And then like she went back to work or whatever the next day. And they were like, you can't tell anybody about this kind of thing. And then she mysteriously committed suicide covered in cuts and bruises like a, f- a couple weeks after. Something malicious. Yeah, that's something that I I read. I don't know. I only ever read the sensational stuff. Yeah, like the gaps in time between people looking into this makes it really hard to believe, right? Because like, if it wasn't like a 30 year uh, gap between everything, you know what I mean? Every time that it came back up, it was like a 30 year cycle uh, ish, right? And it like, where did they, where did all these files go? Like it makes, I don't know if, there's like theories about alien stuff that they were trying to make us, uh, the general public, I mean, uh, think about aliens uh, because of soft disclosure, which, which is happening now. Uh, so giving us 50 some odd years because they say like Harry Truman met with the aliens uh, back in the day. And now this, I'm going down the hole for you guys. So now uh, this is their slow way of getting us used to aliens being on, even though it's a fucking hoax, but they want us to make us think it's a hoax. So there's something they're covering up because there is actually something. So I, uh, I don't aspire to any of it. Like, I think it's just all like, like, obviously that's someone who's a big imagination, but I'd like it to be that, you know what I mean? I want it to be that I want proof there lately. They've been releasing so much alien shit. Have you guys been watching like UFOs? Yes. Yes. I follow Tom DeLong hard and Academy to the stars. I love that. I want to be part of it. Yeah. I, I, uh, I like how he's making TV shows and making it more popular, but like the, the U S government's releasing videos now saying they don't know what the fuck it is. That's wicked. That's awesome. Yeah. And sightings are up like all over the world. I don't, I don't buy into like basically any, you know, personal alien sighting story. I mean, they're like, they're sensational to watch or listen to or whatever, but it feels like I'm being told like, you know, like a goosebumps story or something like that. Like, I feel like if the aliens had technology enough that they could reach us without us even knowing that they exist, they would have the technology to observe us and would absolutely never make contact with us because why the fuck would they? I I agree with that statement if it didn't seem like they travel exclusively by balloon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and look like exactly like mm. mini crash test dummies. So let's talk about the probing thing. How fucking weird is it? It's okay. So weird. That so weird. <laughs> every every alien, like everybody after Roswell was like, yep, aliens, and they put things my in ass. my butt. Yeah. And like everybody just agreed. It from then on. You wanna know? I'll tell you. Okay, well, from the year 2011 to 2013 I lived in this trailer house that I bought you know off of somebody so I just moved into it right on the lot and depending on what room I was sleeping in like different things happened um but the most significant thing was that like I'd fall asleep at you know normal times in my beds just sleeping and then I'd wake up like feeling like it was several days later days later and I would feel my face and there would be these little microscopic like cat scratches all over my face. Like you could not see them. They did not bleed. They were not scabs, 
But when I went in the mirror and like kind of peeled my skin, like pushed my skin back like a tattoo artist would, you could see these lines of dead flesh. Superman spider dick. So this is another alien putting their genitals on you story. So maybe there is some weight to it. Dude, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) And in that house was the first time I experienced sleep paralysis. For me, it was like, I'm dead, but my brain works. Yeah, sleep paralysis is is a way they're explaining a lot of uh, people's abduction stories now. Maybe you're actually on an alien table and that's the image they're projecting in your brain. You can't move because they have you paralyzed. No, I, the sleep paralysis and those little microscopic cuts on my face, like never correlated, you know, like I didn't wake up from a sleep paralysis with them, with those cuts. The scratches part is the part that makes me uh, like not like something new, right? I've heard of sleep paralysis. I've seen, I've, I've never heard of like little microscopic, maybe it is aliens. It's got to be aliens. We're going with it's aliens. It has to be. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm being abducted and they're just like needing, you know, kind of like a, um, like a rape kit. Like they just take like swabs. Of your butthole? Oh, sorry. Butthole. I, I zoned out. <laughs> You know, I've never actually felt my butt to see if there are scratches on it, but I'm going to have to do that next time. I wonder. I wonder if there are. I wonder if there's anything to this whole probing thing or if this just is man's fascination with their own anus. I think you can find out a lot about a person through their butt. And I'm not uh, trying to talk about butt sex. I'm talking about like poop and stuff like that, like uh, organs. Like if you're an alien, you don't really know how it works. So maybe you went down the face first and you're like, ah, that's kind of boring. It's got those sharp things. I keep biting my fingers off. I'm going to go the soft way. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just my fingers that regrow. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens probably don't like the danger of the teeth. Yeah. And again, I can understand them doing that maybe once for a man and once for a woman. But what's the point of doing it to everybody? Well, think if you're a gray, okay, Uh, a classic gray alien, you look, all of you look the same, right? Basically, from our perspective, but like humans, we all look different. So maybe they think it's like, there's so many different species of people here. I have to go figure out why they all look different. They don't just look. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But again, maybe then one man, one woman, one Asian, one African, and then, and then you move on, but not like the, like, you know. 5,000 people that have claimed that they've had butt stuff. Maybe they're all clones of each other and they all have the same DNA and they look at the world differently. They see our DNA and it's all different. They don't understand why we have would have DNA all separated into different spots like that. All of our DNA is the same. We're a hive mind. But why the butthole? Because it's the soft way in, man. Why not the brain then? It's like as far as you can get from the brain. It's the furthest orifice that leads to the brain. Why? Yeah, why not go through the nose? We've got so many other holes. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, I got questions about the story if we want to keep doing content. Yes. Then. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> What's the theory of where all the information went when it was uh, destroyed? Is it just as simple as like the government destroyed it? Or is there like a crazier, cooler theory? As far as I researched, which is as far as my pea brain will go, it's that the government destroyed them. And then just the chain of command to do so was destroyed as well. These were all paper files? Correct. It was 1947. What else is there? Man, deleting paper files is a pain in the ass. Tread, 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 tread. You have to like tread, manually tread. carry it over to the recycle bin. It's outrageous. They actually had like stamp 
they had like a thing they had like a thing you know you, you guys obviously have seen like paper cutters where it's like take the guillotine down yeah exactly um so they did that like multiple times to these files that's how they shredded shit why wouldn't they just burn it it's paper it burns and then probably burned it too just burned the shreds for good measure or is that what the aliens were stuffed with in the video you know we'll never know they never cut that alien open I want to know. See, now I don't want to fuck it. I just want to go there and cut it open and see if the files are in it like confetti. (laughs) (laughs) Secrets! Like opening one of those cans of worms, like the peanut. Like a pinata. (laughs) (laughs) Just hang it and bash it until the secrets come out. Oh, God. So, Roswell, what's cool about that place, too, is it like uh, boosted like all surrounding economies by just making it a tourist destination now, which is kind of fun thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I love this kind of conspiracy shit uh, in the the financial way. I always think of it that way, like how one day can change an entire, like just some weird fucking thing. Like it's the same as like uh, Area 51, right? Like Bob Lazar just going on this, talking about uh, Area 51. And then now that place is like a cultural touchstone after like one interview, right? That's so weird. That's another thing too. I feel like a lot of alien shit goes down in the desert. I mean, why? Like, I mean, it's all like, like, why don't you go to the mountains or something where there's actually like a bunch of places to hide your shit? Yeah, a lot of this is probably, if you want to get real with it, it's probably like test flights and shit, honestly. Like, it's probably just weird tech that we just don't know. Nope, you're going robot. What better place than the desert where there's no one to try this shit out, right? Like, the aliens don't want him to talk, so they keep shutting him down. Yeah, no, exactly. The government's on me. Uh, but what I'm saying is most likely it's just test plane shit, right? Like, it's just a good place to do secret shit because it's, no one's in the desert. That's why it's a good place. Or aliens like to go there because there's not lots of people. You can get one, you know? You don't have to get a ra- not a million people see. You can go, like, look at one guy. It's so not densely populated. My little brain. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure we're not the only ones on this gigantic galaxy so i agree i completely agree but i still think that it wasn't a cover-up i think it was there was all kinds of technology flying around in that time that the public didn't know about because there was no like there was no reach like we have with social media where nothing is secret anymore everything could be done or like or like what if it really was that weather balloon but it was russia's rather weather balloons we couldn't say that that's true. Yeah. I like the fact that it's probably Russia flying a plane into us with midget uh, retarded children. Can I say that still? I find it's it's fun. It has all the things we need. We have a villain. We have a, a, a mystery. You know what I mean? And we also have just enough truth for it to sound real. It's a perfect conspiracy. So yeah, nobody doubts. Exactly. Russia. Nobody doubts Russia's going to do nobody crazy shit. Russia. So that's what we said in the last episode too about the sleep study no one doubts it it's all believable as long as you put russia as the location you can say whatever the fuck you want and people would be like yeah for sure that definitely happened i doubted it from the get-go um so listen folks i do have to dip rj you didn't talk about your podcast at all oh my gosh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i can uh go over it real quick and then uh so it's uh it's play with yourself which is a, a childish name uh, referencing video games. Uh, thought about not using it, but I'm childish, so we did. 
It's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> um, we, uh, me, uh, Justin Jackson and Abdul Hadi, we're three comedians um, and friends. And like I said before, we, uh, we kind of just decided to do a podcast based on how our conversations go when we were in the car on the way to shows, which is riffing and then talking about video games. So that's more or less what it is. Sometimes we get a little too nerdy and get uber specific and obscure, but a lot of times we just go completely off the rails. Uh, I'm pretty sure we had a 30 minute argument heated about WandaVision the other week. Not a lot of comedy or video game overlap there, but that's just kind of how it is. Uh Um, But you guys are all welcome to join. Celeste will be on Sunday, but Tali, Christy, Richard, we'd love to have you guys on. and we can work all that out. Just bring Christy on if Abdul needs a break from being ripped on all the time. We're pimping out her being <laughs> made fun of now. That's awesome. We're her like make fun of pimps. There you go. <laughs> you can handle it so well. It's all part of it's all part of the Australian attitude. We know we're fucking weird, so we just <laughs> let people rip on us. It's fine. <laughs> That's great. Oh, and Americans aren't weird. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We feel bad for you. Yeah, it's kind of like sad now. Because uh, I'm too pretty. Yes. No. Oh. Christy makes it too easy. You know what? You're not the one who said footpath in the first episode. That's kind of where we assigned roles. And it's, it's it is what it is, man. RJ, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, RJ. Nice to meet a fellow dick. Yeah, same. Be well, everybody. Oh, he was so cute. He was. Yeah, nice guy. Okay. Huge bush. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Check out our website for links to subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Unethical Podcast and become a patron on Patreon for early access to episodes at the $5 level and unedited videos of episode recordings at the $10 level. We don't have Twitter. Twitter is stupid. (laughs) You can catch our new episodes Fridays wherever you eat your favorite podcast. And if you like this episode, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, If you hated this episode, also rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and just write a really mean review. I'm really excited for these. Now I can't even be in the corner properly. I'm no good.